Hi, Mama. I'm so glad you're back today. We are continuing our series on Peaceful Mom and what that looks like to step into that. I'm going to be sharing some tricks, some deeper work that you can do if you want to sit down and really reflect on what's going on. And this is going to take us through Christmas and right into the new year because I think this is what we all want. We want this season of peace and joy and hope. And so often, we are the barriers to that. And we might not even realize that. I think so often we can see through the lens of our kids are the problem or our spouse is the problem or our families are the problem. But guess what? You know what the common denominator in all those things is? It's you. And I'm not saying you're a problem. You are a beautiful child of God. But you have a lot of power. And If you are not healed, if you do not have the tools and have done the work to change the patterns in your brain that got formed as you grew up and as you lived in a sinful, broken world, so we all have those that broken pattern, if you haven't done the work to do that, to change it, to renew your mind as God calls us to, then you are still living out of those broken patterns. And while you can't change other people, and even if you change yourself, you know, it still might be a hard relationship with your husband, or it still might be a hard relationship with your kids or your family. Just you changing can change so much, so much. And that is why my whole thing about parenting with purpose is about changing you. Because yes, parenting programs are amazing. And and you might very well need to take that. But if you don't know how to control yourself, if you don't know how to walk in peace and stop yourself from anger or stop yourself from anxiety or stop yourself from feeling inadequate and living out of this place of shame and self-doubt, then you're not going to really be able to do these parenting programs. You're not really going to be able to show up and, and fulfill any kind of way that you want to parent in a healthy way because you have to start with yourself. You can only take your kids as far as you take yourself. So that is why I'm here. That's why God called me to this space. That's why we're doing our Peaceful Mom series. And that is why I created the Morning Mama Academy because we all need this space to heal and we have to sit down and do the work so that we can show up as this mom that we're called to. We can throw off all of these things that limit us, all of the pain from our past, all of these lies that bombard us daily about not being good enough, about our families not being safe. I mean, we think about the world that we live in. It's It is filled with these lies of fear, that we need to listen to fear. We need to act out of fear. And I believe that we need to act out of wisdom, with wisdom, But in order to distinguish that voice, fear versus wisdom, we have to do the work of healing. And as you know, I'm a a former marriage and family therapist. And so for years, I've done this work without God. I mean, I asked him to lead and guide me, but I was in a secular setting. And so I wasn't allowed to bring up God. I could help them explore their beliefs. But, you know, I couldn't talk like I do here, which is why I rerouted, because God was calling me to just speak directly about him and his healing. And so now I really believe the only way to truly heal is with God. Maybe you've gone to therapy or maybe you want to go in the future, but you've never done this inner healing work with God, with with Holy Spirit's voice, with God's presence and how he guides you, then you're missing out on a huge portion of healing. 
And here's the cool part about this program. I, I, I'm probably biased, but I genuinely believe that the tools that I have, the, the restoration theory, which I did not create so I can stand behind it with full confidence, not need to filter myself there. But I, I truly believe that those are the best tools out there for any kind of therapy. I strongly believe in it. So the cool thing about this program is you have these amazing therapeutic tools. And now we're not doing therapy, but we're doing the work of healing. And so you have these tools that you're bringing and we're coming alongside each other to do this work. But so you have these amazing tools along with God and being able to invite God in fully and completely without having to hold back or hide behind anything. And I can be fully honest with you about where I believe that there's a lie or where I believe that you're not fully biblically founded. And so I believe if you've gone to therapy, this is a next step for you. And I believe if you want to go to therapy in the future, this is an amazing pre-step that really is going to allow you to get the most out of your future therapy because you have created this foundation with Christ, with these tools, and you're going to take huge strides forward. And I really believe in this. And I know this because God called me to this. Like, this is why I'm here. Like online courses, for some reason, God placed that on my heart months ago, years ago. I don't even remember. I have to look back when the original dream came. But it was something God specifically dropped on my heart. And so I know that he's going to show up. I know that he is going to work through this. So make sure if you have this on your heart, to take the next step in this journey of healing, that you're ready to rewire your brain, you're ready to show up as a peaceful mom, go and invest. It's going to be worth your time, your money, your energy. It's going to be worth it all. We're going to do amazing work. 12-week program. There's only 10 spots available as I speak, but who knows by the time you hear this, that's going to go fast. So make sure you do not delay. Talk to your husband. Get the money together. I know that takes a second sometimes, but I believe that if God is calling you to this, he will provide. You can check out more information and sign up at morningmamaacademy.gr8, the number eight, gr number eight, not the number sign, just the number eight, dot com, morningmamaacademy.gr8.com. Or I'll have the link in the show notes, or you can pop into the Facebook group and the link is there all over the place. And please just let me know any questions you have, any reservations, anything that might be holding you back. Pop into the Facebook group, throw it out as a question. I'm sure other people have that same question. Or if you want to do it privately, you can always email me at support at morningmama.co. I really believe if you've been taking this journey of healing with me and you have seen God move and you've been, been changed, that this is your next step that God is calling you to. So Make sure you're listening to the Holy Spirit. I, and it, who God will tell you if it's you. Like, I don't even have to sell it. Like, God is going to tell you if this is for you. Okay, today we're going to continue our Peaceful Mom series. And last week we talked about the two different things that might be underneath your anger and how essential it is to understand what those things are. So today we're going to go over what to do. So, okay, maybe you did the work, you journaled, you you talked to God, and you got to the core of what is underneath your anger. And so now you have that. So what are the next steps? And that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's jump in. I am so excited. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. 
Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, so last week we talked about the two things that are underneath your anger, and it can either be this sense of unsafety, which comes from a violation of trust, or it can be from a violation of love, which affects our identity. So we're going to go into both of these separately today again, and we're going to go into the next steps of what that looks like, especially through the lens of restoration theory, which is the theory that I love, talk about all the time. If you really want to go even more deep into it, episodes 15 through 20 go super in-depth. It is incredible, created by Dr. Terry Hargrave, and I am just obsessed. And also the Academy, that's what it's all about is this model and how we can change, rewire our brains, change our behaviors, change our relationships through this work. So really what the next steps look like is speaking truth to yourself and then identifying new behaviors. And then, only then, can you really problem solve the situation. So let's go first to this violation stemming from a violation of trust, this unsafety, which for me, I it, what resonates most with me is this feeling of out of control. And you can hear more about what other variations of words might resonate more with you. But for me, it's this feeling of out of control, like I am powerless, I have I, I cannot do anything. This is just going to consume me and overwhelm me. And that is the space that I'm in. And that for me is what ends up triggering my anger. So really what we're kind of talking about today and unpacking are the four steps, which is like the, the, the key tool in restoration theory. And it can feel overly simple, but it's beautiful we want simple because it literally rewires our brain. So if we have this simple map to do that, that's amazing. So the first step of these four steps is to name what you feel. That is why it is so essential to know what is underneath, because if we don't know, we can't speak that. And, and when we speak that, when we call it out, it calms our brain down. It helps it know what is going on. Our brain wants to be in the know. And so we have to first speak what we're feeling. So for me, that would be out of control. I feel out of control. Then we go to how we're coping with that feeling. And so, you know, we're talking right now about anger. This also can be for anxiety, for inadequacy, all of these things withdrawing. We'll go more into coping another week. But right now we're just focusing on anger. And so, you know, I would start with, I feel out of control. I usually would get angry. And then we go to this next step that we're really honing in on today, which is naming the truth. So it's actually not true what you're feeling, whatever it is that you're feeling, that you're alone, that you're unloved, that you're unsafe. And unsafe can get complicated, I know. But in God's economy, you are safe. God says, do not worry about anything, but with prayer and supplication, let your requests be known to me. So in God's economy, you are safe. And so none of these things are actually true, including out of control. So what does that look like? Because I feel a little out of control here. Like these kids, I am out of control of what they're doing. Like I am trying to get lunch. I'm trying to be on a timeline. I'm trying to do all these things we talked about last week. But my kid is not following suit. Come on, what, what is going on? 
But here is the truth that I have found that resonates with me. And when we talk about truth, we're not saying that all truth is relative. There, I strongly believe that despite what the world says today, there is a truth, a capital T truth that we can stand on. But here we're talking about what resonates with what we're feeling. What is the truth that resonates with what we're feeling? And so we're not talking about is Jesus God or not. We're talking about what helps settle down that that lie that comes up for us. And so for me, if I'm feeling out of control, the truth that I stand on, which might be slightly different for you, but for me, what settles that feeling down is that I have choices. And when I use it in this context, what that makes me realize is I have choices and so do my kids. They have choices too. And they get to make those. I do not get to control them. And it's really not my job to control them. It's my job to teach them and guide them and shepherd them. And so once I can acknowledge that, now it doesn't solve the problem. We still have to get out the door and my toddler's refusing to pee in the toilet. (laughs) That's what we talked about last week. But if normally I would just get angry, this is going to help me change directions. This is going to help my brain calm down and help me make a different choice because We might still end up late, but if I yell and I treat my child disrespectfully and I demean them through my tone or through my words, whatever that looks like for you, then we're going to be late and I did that. Or even if it gets us there on time, I still have sinned. I still have sinned against them. I have hurt them. And while there's always going to be times where we mess up and we don't need to experience shame over that, if we can change the trajectory I know that's what, that's why you're all here. You want to change the trajectory of those choices. You want to change the trajectory of those moments. You want to choose something different. And so for me, this really answers this. Like I, Part of my anger is I'm trying to control the situation. I'm trying to get the outcome that I want. And so when I acknowledge that I actually can only control myself, it reminds me of that truth because I'm getting so caught up in thinking, how can I control him? What are the things that I can do to control him right now? Which is what leads us to that anger. Or at least for me, that's what it looks like. So I acknowledge the truth. And then I go to the next step, which is to name what I'm going to do instead. And so for me, instead of anger, what I do, I'm going to relax and let go. Now, I'm not letting go of the situation entirely because we still need to get out the door. But I'm going to relax over the details. Okay, we might be late. Okay, this isn't going well. Okay, this needs to be a teaching moment with my kid because they're not being kind or respectful or listening. And so I let go of this idea that I have to be the perfect mom or that I cannot be late and I just relax. And whenever I say this out loud, it literally helps me relax. I say, I'm going to, so instead of getting angry, I'm going to relax and let go. Now, again, this doesn't solve the problem. We still have the child that will not urinate in the toilet. But now my brain is regulated. I'm able to see the situation clearly. I'm able to problem solve because when we go into fight or flight, we cannot think clearly. We cannot use our prefrontal cortex, which is where logic and reasoning happen. And so if we want to think clearly, we have to get our brains regulated. We have to get to that calm, peaceful place. So once I get there, Then I can problem solve. So problem solving might look like 
okay, I, I think he feels pressured right now. Because you've got to remember, our, our kids have pain cycles too. And so when they behave like this, they're acting out of their pain cycle. So you got to th- if you can calm down, you can think through, okay, what might have triggered them? You know, maybe maybe you were being short with them because you were rushed and that wasn't like quite to the anger level, but you were just kind of pressuring them. And so maybe they're feeling that and they're acting out of that space and they don't know how to handle it. So then maybe you might need a, a moment of connection, like getting down at their level and, and talking about what they might be feeling. Maybe then you can think through an appropriate consequence might be if they're really not going to listen. And, and beyond that, you can think through what can I do to set myself up better for this scenario? Maybe we need to get everyone up a little bit earlier because I my kid feels pressured and when they feel pressured, they go slower. <laughs> so if we can wake up, have more time, they're not going to be triggered in that way. Or maybe I can pack lunches the night before so that I don't feel so chaotic in the morning and my child is feeding off of that. Or maybe like when I get to the root of it, I realize my child feels disconnected from me and they're sad that they're not going to be with me today. And so they're just, they know once they pee, they got to get out the door. And so they are just not wanting that because they are lacking that connection. And so maybe I need to plan for more quality time with them. And so when you calm down, you can strategize in the moment figure out what the plan needs to be, and then you can also strategize for the future. How can I set myself up better? What is the bigger picture of what is happening? Okay, and then let's go to the other side. If if the root of your anger is this violation of love, it's, it's a question of your identity. And for me, I, I do have this. I have a big theme of feeling inadequate in my life. Most of the time, it leads to more anxiety than anger. But for me, that's inadequate. So we're just going to, we're going to go with that word. So the four steps, what this would look like, I feel inadequate. Normally I would get angry if, if that were, you know, what I did. Normally I'd get angry, but the truth is that I am more than enough. God chose me to be these kids, mom. And this is really supposed to be hard. Like parenting is never promised to be easy. Like this is something that's stretching and growing me. And it's okay that it's hard. It's okay that it's imperfect. I'm not called to be perfect. But I know God called me to this. And if God called me, I know he promises to equip me. So I am more than enough for the task. And then once you really like stand in that truth, and the thing is about these truths, you do have to do the work because Sometimes these can just feel like words and it's okay to just while you're practicing, they might just feel like words and just keep practicing. But at some point, you're going to have to do some deeper work to make sure that they can go deeper, that you can really believe them. And that is why I'm I love I'm just so excited for the Academy. Okay, I'm so excited for the Academy because I can help you get to that level. I can help you deepen these truths so that you can stand more firmly on them and actually be able to implement this in a greater way. So then once once you speak that truth, I'm more than enough, then instead of getting angry, instead I'm going to value myself, right? So if, if at the root is you're feeling inadequate, then the new behavior would be to value yourself and you have to start with that. And what that might look like in this context is you're, you need to detach your self-worth from what other people are doing, from what your kids are doing. Like if you struggle with people pleasing, then this might be what is going on for you. That when your kids don't behave in a certain way in the, the way that they're supposed to, that 
you then go to this place of feeling inadequate because your self-worth is contingent on what other people are doing. And when we attach our self-worth to others, we will never be fully who God created us to be. We're always going to waver in our beliefs about how good we are because people, again, we can't control them. They have their own journeys. They have their own pain cycles. They have their own healing work to do. And so when we attach our self-worth to them and what they think and what they're doing, oh my gosh, talk about a roller coaster. If you feel like you're on a roller coaster of how you feel about yourself and this self-worth journey, then maybe that is you. And I can totally identify with that. Like I have struggled with people pleasing a lot of my life. And some days I do feel like I'm on a roller coaster because I look at this outward evidence as proof that I'm good enough, but that will never solve it. Only God's truth, only really believing at the core what God says about me is going to solve that. And so valuing ourselves in this moment instead of anger might look like speaking kindly to ourselves, just speaking some truth into ourselves, maybe putting on a worship song, maybe reading a scripture for a moment, maybe taking a moment to pray. It's it's helping us stop the anger that is going inward as well as outward and actually take a moment to give ourselves what we need. And so then we can problem solve in the moment and figure out what do we need to do? Do we need to just go in the closet for a second? Like, it's okay. If your kids are safe, like step away for a minute, calm yourself down, talk to God, ask Holy Spirit to come with you. It's great too if they can see you doing that. That's super powerful. But sometimes I just feel like I need to get away. I just need a second to breathe. Value yourself in allowing yourself to be late. That Okay, today we're going to be late. I'm going to strategize later today about how we can prevent this next time. But today it's okay that we're late. Value yourself, detach yourself from seeing yourself through other people's actions, seeing your worth through how other people respond or your kid's behavior. And some bigger, bigger strategy stuff is maybe you need to, you know, if this is your core, if inadequacy is at the core of your anger or feeling a violation of love, so feeling unloved, alone, any of these things we talked about last week, then maybe you really need to spend some good time focusing on allowing God to speak identity over you. Allowing him to show you scripture and to whisper in your ear the things that he thinks about you. Oh, man, it's a, it'll resolve everything. Like if you can really hear from him and see what he thinks, you are amazing. You are amazing. And he has so much to tell you about that. Maybe you do need to go to therapy. Maybe you need to go and work on the, the core wounds that are causing you to believe that you're not good enough. Maybe you need to have some conversations with friends so that you can know what is normal as a parent. Maybe you need to help normalize some of this so you don't go to this place of shame like, oh my gosh, I'm just messed up. I'm a horrible mom until you hear like all the other moms and they're like, oh yeah, that happens like every morning. <laughs> or, you know, that's that's super, we went through that stage or, you know, oh yeah, some weeks it's totally like that, whatever it is normalizing things can really help you realize that it's not about you. Maybe you do need to take a parenting course. Maybe something that, I mean, you still have to do the, the deeper work of healing that feeling of inadequacy, but maybe something that can equip you for those moments is taking a parenting course so that you feel in the know, that you can be confident in your ability to parent because you have these tools, you understand your kids better, you understand the situations, and that can be super huge. And of course, maybe you need to join the Academy so that you can have these tools to rewire your brain, can do this deep work with God to heal this lie that you are not good enough. 
I am just so excited for what God might be speaking to you and how he wants to help you take these steps to heal. So let me just pray for you. God, I thank you that you have a way out, God, that you have solutions for us to find this freedom. God, sometimes you heal supernaturally in a moment, God, and we just pray for that over everyone listening, God, that you would just do supernatural healing over these lies that they believe. And we pray that you would just speak your truth to them right now. God, we pray that all of your daughters listening, God, that you would just open their ears to hearing your voice, God, that they would recognize it, God, and they would want to just press into it. They would be able to see it as truth, God, as you whisper that in their ear, or even as they read the Bible, that is so undeniable, God. I pray that you would help them realize that's about them. Those those truths you speak in the word are about them, Lord. And we just pray that all of the lies would fall away, God, and all of these behaviors that we hate, God, that we want to change. We pray that, God, as you heal us, God, you would help those just to fall away, God, and we would form these new behaviors, this new life. As we renew our minds, we can step into this new life you have for us, God. And we thank you with you there is all always hope. You're so good, God, and we trust you with everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.